Hey, what's up, guys? It's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Up on the site this week, the Ringer staff has ranked every episode of The Good Place in honor of its series finale this week. Writers Allison Herman, Miles Surrey, Andrew Gudadaro, and more take you through all 51 episodes and celebrate what made the show so great. Later in the week, we're also releasing our February streaming guide with tons of TV and movie recommendations to get you through the month. You can check both those things out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. We're also talking about all the shows we're currently watching. And we have a very exciting convergence of two pop icons in Not Worth the Tea. I actually don't know what that's about. I, I can't wait to-, to see what it was. And I still don't quite know, although oh. I think I actually do know. I think you know, um, probably. <laughs> that was a fun little intro for us. You kind of had like a telemarketer voice on for a second there. It was, it was different. I switched it up. All right. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics. And now let's spill the tea. Okay, first category, Tea Time checks in with, I know last week we basically did this category, but we're back again because we've honed in what we're watching. (laughs) Uh, We have more concentrated recommendations. I feel like last time we kind of did a what not to watch. We watch this so you guys don't have to. No, but these are things that we have been watching, are currently watching Kate Hallowell. First one we're starting with is Cheer. So this is a Netflix docuseries. For those who don't know, I'm assuming everyone who's listening to this podcast probably has some knowledge. It's basically following the ups and downs of this Navarro college cheer team, making their way, leading up to this big national title at Daytona. It's fantastic. And it is also, this sounds dramatic, but it has gripped the nation. They are everywhere. Everywhere. I have not seen this in a long time, like a cast that does the rounds, a documentary cast yeah. doing the rounds like this. I'm trying to think. It's I, I can't I can't really think, but I feel like every so often Netflix has like a series that people are just obsessed with. Yeah. And it's Navarro Cheer. And people like, can we just talk about our favorite characters? Because yeah, you want to start there? Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I love Jerry. <laughs> Jerry! <laughs> Matt talk Jerry. Oh my God. Okay, so I'm gonna try to keep this. Sorry, I'm sorry. Between fangirls. So this is a (sighs) college cheer team, and the people we love are mostly the cheerleaders on the team, but also everyone loves the coach whose name is Monica. Right. And then also for Kate, who has only seen an episode and a half. I've seen two episodes, thank you. Okay. Um, a late addition to this fan club. Yeah, I started watching it today, and I'm mad that I had to stop to start recording this podcast. Which is interesting because we were like, Kate, you have to watch it. And she's like, I know. I don't really like reality. I don't like reality and it's true. And I was like, okay, I'll watch one episode for the purposes of this podcast. And then 10 minutes in, I was like, I'm going to be watching this entire show. What makes it so good? Yeah, but what changed your mind? Because you were really adamant. It's very, it's not like, like when I think reality, I think like, you know, like Bachelor or whatever. And I know that there are a lot of different kinds. It's basically just like, a documentary miniseries, mm-hmm. basically. And it's really well done. And it's, like, just rough enough that, like, you know it's not scripted. You know, it's, like, very real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, I just love the cheerleaders. I just— <laughs> They're I told great. Them, Liz, I was, like, I would die for Jerry tomorrow. Like— Everybody would die for I Jerry. Jerry! <laughs> I love him. He's okay, so, so is Jerry your absolute favorite right now? <sighs> yeah. If you—you you know Jerry, if you know Jerry. Like, he— <laughs> 
I, I talk about him like he's my best friend. But Jerry is just like very gregarious. Mm-hmm. He is one of the um, guys on the bottom who holds them up and stuff. And he it just everyone loves him. He has like a sad story involving his mom. And like cheerleading is basically his entire life. Mm-hmm. And he like keeps track of like these young cheerleader people. Like right. he has it in his phone. And he like just loves cheerleading so much. And he's just… He's just, his whole life is cheer, but it's so great. And he always cheers on other people and he's so sweet and you want him to make Matt so bad and you're just like, Jerry! <laughs> Liz, who's your favorite? <laughs> My favorite is Morgan, I think, oh. who's also on the cheer team. But Morgan. so Jerry, it's been interesting. So since the show is totally blown up, they've been doing the rounds on like morning shows yeah. and they went on Ellen, which right. we'll talk about a little later. And Jerry is always like one of four people that's interviewed. <laughs> yeah. My girl Morgan should be included in more. She was a very main character. She was. On the show. But normally for the appearance, it goes Monica, the coach, and then Jerry, Ladarius, and Gabby, who's one of their like all-star. Oh, right. Yeah. Very famous on Instagram cheerleader. But Morgan's my favorite, and she is so sweet. She also, like, the theme is just, like, everyone has, like, a very hard life, and Cheers brought them so much happiness right. and purpose, etc. Lexi's also a favorite. Oh, I love Lexi, too. Do you know I who like Lexi, about? too. I, I feel like something's a little off. Like, I don't know if she's had too many concussions or, like, what, <laughs> but I— like, every, all of her interviews, she's just, like, not quite there, which I like. I think it's very endearing. <laughs> I think she's, like, a huge stoner, and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if it's that or if it's, like, actual brain damage. And I truly <laughs> mean this in the best way. She's extremely sweet and endearing. Yeah. And I love—she's great at tumbling, obviously. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, which really yeah. takes you by surprise, because when they first introduce her, she's kind of just, like, sitting in her room, like, yeah, I like to draw. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, she's, like, this incredible gymnast, and they don't yeah. really, like, set it up. Totally. So, yeah, I love her. So, they've been making the rounds. They were on Ellen. So, they've been on Ellen twice now. I actually am not positive if they're, like, on for the week. I don't know what. (laughs) They went on once to be interviewed, and then they did a routine. And then Kendall Jenner was on individually. And she was a big fan of the show. So, then Morgan comes out. She gives her a cheer uniform. And Kendall actually, like, does a stunt with the team. And goes up on somebody's arms. And she's like almost six feet tall. This is, that's Yeah, insane. the it's scale. I'm, cur- I'm like very curious to see Morgan next to Kendall Jenner. Because I yeah. feel like in my head, they're the same size and they're really not at all. They're, yeah, in no is way. Is Morgan shorter? Right. Like, yeah. She's teeny tiny. Is yeah. she? Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. They've meeting J.J. Watt. Everybody loves them, Everybody essentially. Loves this them. is not new news, but mm-hmm. we're telling you guys. Yes. If you haven't seen it's it. It's new for me. Please watch. Please watch. Okay, we're going to unfortunately move on. Next one. We'll keep this really brief. The Grammys were this past weekend. I watched on and off, and I think a lot. It was like a weird vibe. It was at Staples Center. It was like this whole, you know, and also every year the Grammys are just bad. It's like Alicia Keys again. It's like, obviously, there's been all this misconduct with the Recording Academy and like all these things. So basically, people were like, first of all, Billie Eilish won everything, which was a big deal. She did that for the first time since like the 80s. She won all four of the main awards. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that Lil Nas X, people were like, oh, God, like, he's still making the rounds. He's going to do Old Town Road again. Like, oh, my God. But he did, like, a medley with all the people who came in and did, like, remixes of Old Town Road with him. So he did the Yodeler Kid, Mason Ramsey. Oh, yeah. He had, obviously, Billy Ray. BTS did it. Um, He had, like, dancers who came out. And, like, they were on this, like, circular stage. Diplo made an appearance. And it was just (laughs) this, like, very wholesome, sort of, like, very— 
I don't know, like kind of trippy, but you like also just love him. Mm-hmm. And he, I just want to say like Lil Nas X is still good. I have not grown tired of him yet. Me Shockingly. either. Me either. That song has now been stuck in my head for a so whole week. But sweet. And he also like great outfit. Yes. He yes. showed up in like a hot pink cowboy outfit, like mesh, like harnesses. <laughs> and I was just like, you are living your best life. Iconic. And I want you on every single red carpet until the end of time. Yeah. That's how I feel. This will be very brief, I promise. But just when you thought the mass Singer was over, because it the last season, season two, literally ended December 18 of 2019, <laughs> which is literally like last month. <laughs> season three is premiering this weekend after what? the Super Bowl. Wait, actually? <laughs> I don't know. Take a break. <laughs> We that poor end. crew, like the costume designers are like sweaty <laughs> for the 18 hours a day fucking gluing on like bird feathers on. I'm like in my head, like they shoot it like Jeopardy where they do it all in like one oh, day sure. and it's like 36 hours of Mass Singer I and guess. then they just Actually, premiere it. I could see, I think it probably I is like that. I think there is to a certain extent. <gasps> like Give those that. costume designers a vacation. Hey, seriously. <laughs> but I guess Jamie Foxx is set to be a guest on the season premiere. So if you're okay, watching guest right, judge, not actually a mass singer, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you're watching the Super Bowl, tune in for that. Uh, so there were 12 costumes the first season and then it went up to 16 the next season. And then this season, there's going to be 18 new costumes. And this is people in the costumes. People in the like costumes. contestants. Okay. Yeah. And they include Miss Monster. So it's like the female version of Monster. Okay. The Banana. Uh, the frog who's wearing like a zoot suit it's wild really scary um the llama which there's literally a guy and he has you know when you're it's a full (laughs) suit llama and then he has the butt part like the back part which you would think like another person would be in but i think he has to drag the back part out every time he goes and sings that seems like a crutch honestly i know it's not fair yeah and then the taco which is probably my favorite he is like a dude in a taco uh, like, literally wearing a taco with the tomato head? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to be asking— I had a loss for words. I'm sorry to be asking you this so late no, in the game. No, it's fine. Is there a choreography? Is no. That, it, they just stand they on just stage? They just stand on stage oh and sing. Yeah. Um, and then the promo said, the biggest celebrities yet. Which I hope Low because— uh, Yeah, Dr. Drew was on last season, so— <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm happily moving on to this week in social media. Kate, start us off. 2020 has had all bad memes so far. True. We have Agreed. not had a good meme yet. That's how I feel. First, there was the dumb— I can't remember if I was going to complain about this on Tea Time, and then I didn't, <laughs> or if I already did. But there was the dumb meme where it was like, fuck it, like, emoji banned. And then it was like four emojis. And we were like, "What? Are, like, is this really the best we can do? And like that made the rounds. And then this past week— the Dolly Parton challenge mm. happened, and it's not even a Dolly Parton-related thing. She just did it first. It's like, a, I know you've seen it. It's like a grid. Mostly celebrities have done it because real people are better at the internet and are have, like, a sense of humor. But celebrities have been doing, like, a picture of themselves on LinkedIn, a picture of themselves for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's basically just, like, what celebrities, like, a celebrity wearing a suit, a celebrity holding their kid, like a selfie and then some... Isn't the last one Tinder? Tinder. Not Twitter. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And first of all, none of these celebrities have ever been on Tinder. And so they have no idea what that's like. Mm-hmm. And it just is not... Has never been funny. Has never been entertaining. No one's good at it. It's a bad meme. And I hate it a lot. Well, also, I swear this was like a meme before. Like, I swear I've seen Probably, this meme before. because it's the most unoriginal yeah. thing in the history <laughs> of the internet. I just... This is basically an excuse to put... And also, I don't know where, I haven't seen enough. I try to avoid them. But the LinkedIn picture for Mm. these celebrities, it's like, I don't know what, 
like they've never had a job. <laughs> yes. And I think that's why only celebrities think it's funny because Ooh. like if you've been on LinkedIn, it's not funny because you're right. uploading the picture you had on right. LinkedIn and you're uploading a picture you have on Tinder and then it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So it's only celebrities that think it's funny because they've never had these experiences. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. It's bad. No, they don't know the horrors of Tinder. <laughs> right. We're switching. Much happier news, you guys. I'm so excited. Okay. If you haven't heard... A person in Connecticut, and by person I mean child, is going extremely viral because it started when Shay Spence, who's a food editor at People, he tweeted, he said, just found this Instagram account that's a kid who calls himself the Shirley Temple King and goes to restaurants and gives brutally honest reviews of their Shirley Temples. It's so pure, and I love him so much. So the night before it went viral and he tweeted this, Shirley Temple King had 300 followers. Now he has 150,000 he has blown up and it's literally a six-year-old from Connecticut. His name is Leo Kelly. And he goes to like Outback Steakhouse and like Applebee's or whatever, Chili's and just ranks their Shirley Temples and is like, takes a sip. And he's like, mm, this one has too much 7-Up, like not enough cherries, blah, blah, blah. And it's just his parents filming him and it started as nothing and now it's really something. And I feel like this is going to become something on YouTube, which I'm a little sad about. Quibi, I need to, keep, need to keep Shirley Temple King pure, mm-hmm, but he's yeah. really cute. You should follow him if you need good news Love always. It. That's fun. Okay, next one. All right, I'm back to complaining <laughs> about emojis. Sure. So this week, Apple released the new emojis for 2020. There are 117 new emojis. Wow. And there are some that like have gone kind of viral. There's like the like chef's kiss, like gabagoo, like hand <laughs> that people are really into. There are a lot of like gender neutral emojis, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But I just think emojis have gone too far. Sure. I think... They're not emojis anymore. They're just very small drawings and pictures, mm-hmm. which technically is what an emoji has always been. <laughs> However, if I wanted to send a picture of something hyper-specific like a boba tea or a dodo bird, I would just send a picture. Right. I don't need an emoji for that. I support you wholeheartedly because I've had an iPhone for, I don't know, God knows how long, years and years. I still can't find the heart. Yes! Where <laughs> are they? They are there. Why don't we have a search function like we have on Slack oh, that's for emojis? Smart. That's Where smart. are the hearts? Why do we have, a like, it looks like a medical... <laughs> Pot over a fire? Like cookie? Like why is that an emoji? Why don't we have a search function for the hearts? Honest to God, it's It's unbelievable. (laughs) Hearts have got to be the most sent emoji in the fucking world. That is I, literally, if you told me to find them right now and you were like, you have 10 seconds or something really bad's going to happen, I actually don't know where I would even start. Gun to head, find the heart emoji, I'm dead. I can't do it. Anyway, that really stirred really something in me. <laughs> I didn't think I felt like that. Uh, anyway, wow. uh, next one. Okay, so <laughs> Blake Lively, she has a new movie out or coming out. It's called The Rhythm Section. She wears a lot of bad wigs. (laughs) Really bad wigs. Um, But she was on the red carpet and an interviewer asked her, or no, an interviewer described her as like badass. And Blake Lively stopped the interviewer and she was like, what does that mean? She's like, badass. Isn't it like supposed to be good ass? And she goes into this whole thing about like how she doesn't understand why it's called badass. And if it's a compliment, then why isn't it good ass? And it's just like, I don't know if you're trying to be like charming 
she or like go like, viral, that's go exactly viral, what she's opening to do. a discourse. But like whatever you're doing, it's not working. You no. failed. <laughs> she's like trying to do a Ryan Reynolds like charming little it's witty like, thing, and no, it didn't work. It didn't work, and I'd never want to hear you open your mouth again and oh. talk. <laughs> We're on a roll. All right. Last thing this week, the internet tried to cancel Dua Lipa. Mm. My favorite thing to see on Twitter is to look on the side and see so-and-so is going to jail party. And I was like, <laughs> can't wait to find out why. Um, so it's always something ridiculous. This week it was Dua Lipa is going to jail party. And I was like, what did she do? Although I really like Dua Lipa. Yeah. And it turns out that people were pissed because there were videos of her in what looked like a strip club, mm-hmm. basically like making it rain on like these like female strippers. And literally people were so pissed about it, like about it. And everyone was like, why? Like women can go to strip clubs. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. fine. Support sex workers, all this stuff. And it turned out it was Lizzo's Grammys after party. <laughs> she was like on a yacht. She hired strippers. Like Rosalia was there. Lil Nas X was there. All these famous people were there. But just Dua Lipa like <laughs> got canceled because people thought she was at a strip club. Wow. Uh, so Lizzo went on Instagram yesterday and posted all these pictures, including Dua Lipa. And basically was like, like come on. Like calm down. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, next category. This is one of my favorite ones to do. Same. <laughs> truly. This is where Tea Time tries to relate to other Ringer content. <laughs> uh, we've we've tried and failed a couple of times. This I think we have unlocked. Yeah. Because this is focusing on Super Bowl 54, which is this Sunday. And of course, we are talking about J-Lo, her performance, like our bets, like what we think are going to happen. You guys I know are extremely excited because it's J-Lo. I am excited for JLo. I just want to say, I remember last year when we did this, we titled our episode Tea Time Previews the Super Bowl with like no other information. And it was really early on. And I was worried that like people who visit the ringer were going to think that like we actually talked about like Super sports. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I feel like people know by now that we're not going to talk about that. Agreed. We definitely want to talk about JLo. Do we have song choices that we would like her to perform? If she doesn't play Waiting for Tonight, I don't even think I know what that is. It's like Waiting for Tonight. You will be here. I don't know how to say that. So, like, <laughs> there was Incredible. no pushback on that. You just started. No, that was well, great. Well, it's like one of her earlier I still don't songs. Think I know it, but. It's good. It also, it's like, uh, I think it was released around the millennium as like a, it's going to be 2000 kind nice. of thing. Okay. And it's like, this is the perfect song for like waiting for tonight. They've been waiting for tonight for all their lives to we're, play in the Super Bowl. You're, you're right. right. And we're waiting. And we're waiting too. For JLo. I think since she's technically performing with Shakira, they're going to have to do the collab that they did together, which is extremely, like, not at all memorable and isn't very good. I didn't even know. So Shakira is confirmed to be on stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. There's going to be a lot of, like, ass shaking. Yes. A lot of hip shaking. Yes. And other than that, I'm not entirely sure okay, what yeah. common ground they have, but— People were betting that, like, maybe Pitbull, Enrique Iglesias, oh. DJ Khaled, mm. Ricky Ooh. Martin. I would be into, like, Enrique Iglesias. Why not? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I like that. Although, do you think—I mean, J-Lo is an enormous star, star in her own right. She's also, like, like known as kind of a right. diva. Do you think she wants to share the stage with more than one person? Maybe not. Yeah. I think they would have to be, like, small enough to, like, not challenge yeah. that. The one cameo I really wanted was just, like, the Hustlers cameo and, like, have Usher come back. Yeah. Just for, like, film Twitter. Wow. Yeah. And, like, he just pops out. We get that reunion, and then he, like, goes away. For a brief second, I was like, what if any part of the Hustler cast come out? But because it was so snubbed, there's no way she's going to focus on She doesn't want to bring that back. Yeah. She wants to be like, I'm a huge star. Yeah. And this is your mistake. Agreed. True. What about her outfits? I, again, was like, maybe she should wear the bodysuit from Hustlers. And then I was mm. like, Kate, just go rewatch Hustlers. Like, yeah. You don't need to be doing this. But, I mean, bodysuits for sure. 
Yeah. She's jacked. She is in the best shape of her entire life. She's seriously. in the best shape of like maybe five people on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe like some Versace stuff. She has a Versace <gasps> campaign. Ooh, that would maybe be like a little mini version of the dress. Because she's already turned it into a different dress and a suit. So like maybe we'll bring that print back. Oh yeah. my god, like a, a football outfit? <laughs> 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 maybe not. <Okay>. Maybe. <laughs> hmm. We'll consider it. If that happens, um, I I don't know, we'll pay you a lot of money. <laughs> Speaking of. Yes, can't believe I'm uttering these words on a podcast, but I did do some light research on some Super Bowl prop bets. Okay. I don't Haley even know O'Shaughnessy. what that is. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I know. I actually like, I still don't fully grasp it, but it was interesting for the context of this conversation because you can bet on a lot of JLo centric stuff. Oh. So if we're betting people, this is kind of like our corner to do it. <laughs> okay. So I found this from sportingnews.com and got the kind of gist of this whole dynamic from um, my bookie, Craig Korolbeck. So we'll see how this explanation goes. So, you guys, will either Jennifer Lopez or Shakira first address the audience in Spanish? So then the oh bet is like, God, that's yes, a good question. plus 150, no, minus 200. So just— Which one is more likely? What does that mean? The plus means the underdog. The minus means the favorite. So, Even if it's a bigger number? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so here's— Here's that explanation. <laughs> this is copy and pasted, okay? So this is this is true. If you bet $100, you'll get the $100 back plus $150. And if you pick no and you bet $100, to get, you get the $100 back plus $50. I don't know. Do you think Shakira's going to address the audience in Spanish? I think it'll be J-Lo first because I don't think Shakira will come out until later. Okay. And oh, I think the sure. odds that J-Lo speaks Spanish— in the first 15 minutes is, or the first 10 minutes is pretty high. Do you think that's the first thing she says to the audience though? Oh, is that the bet? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I think it's going to be like, what's up Super Bowl? Yeah. But something. I think she will speak Spanish yes, sometimes. For sure. Will a football be used as a prop? Amelia, you seem to think yes. <laughs> Always yes. If we go with that Versace uh, <laughs> football uniform, sure. Will Alex Rodriguez be shown during the halftime show? Maybe no. in a box? No. Usually the lights go really far down. Yeah, that's true. And like they don't really show the crowd, right? Mm. Oh, wait. But Justin Timberlake danced with that one kid in the crowd. Oh, yeah. The one time. Mm. And like took a selfie. Oh, that's a good question. Do you think she's going to be transported anywhere in the stadium? That'd be cool. Didn't Gaga like jump off something? Yeah. Maybe yes, we'll get she, another meme. Didn't she fly around she, a little bit? <laughs> she came down in like a spider and was like, me, 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 me. I feel like J-Lo is not going to take that chance. But then Katy Perry rode like a, rode giant a giant that was cool, tiger actually, or something. Honestly. So maybe she'll ride a giant <laughs> stripper pole. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I was, was like, what's coming? <laughs> Out of her mouth. I don't know how well we did with that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't. I know how bets work, and we need to keep it that way. Agreed. So, other parts of the Super Bowl, obviously, we're going to be focusing on the commercials as mm. well, and a couple have already been released. So many have already been released. Why? I don't know. Why, why do we do this? That is annoying that they do that. That's now. the only reason I watch Super Bowls for the commercials yeah. and right. J Lo, and now I just have J Lo. And I'm curious what you guys think. So, in research for this category, I was looking at some of the ones that have been released, and Google has a really, really sad one coming on Sunday. Oh, it's called no. Loretta. It's, oh. Yeah, it's basically this old man's voice, and he said, he Googles how not to forget. <gasps> oh, my God. It gets Is it worse. already out? 
Yeah, and it, there's this old man voice, and he's like, hey, Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. And then it's like, hey, Google, remember Loretta hated my mustache? And then Google goes, okay, I'll remember that. And, like, logs all of this personal info because this old man doesn't want to forget about his wife. Oh, it's no. really sad. Oh, I don't like that at all. And then the last one is, he says, hey, Google, remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Oh. So my question is, like, oh my what God. I don't like base that. does sad commercials have in the Super Bowl slate? Because, like, presumably you're at a part— you're like at some kind of social gathering. There's like 10 people in the room. And then you like, what, fall silent? And then you're like, oh. Well, that that is like definitely a mood killer. And I also just always feel very exploited. Like I don't yes. feel like yeah. exploited yes. by happy commercials. But like if I was watching that, I would be like, I like you're exploiting a very personal experience to people to sell Google products. And yeah. I, don't, I just don't totally. really love that. It's like a Black Mirror episode almost, too, because yeah. it's like Google, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Like with technology, it's yeah. like, uh, so, yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I'm which, ones, it. which ones have you guys watched? I watched the Boston one with Chris Evans and John Krasinski and Rachel Dratch. And the Boston accent was tough. And they're all like really, it's like Hyundai Smart Pack. So they're like um, doing the Boston nice, accent. Nice, good. Thank you. I wrote it out phonetically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my takeaway was that Chris Evans is still really hot with his Boston accent. John Krasinski is not. I disagree, but... Interesting. <laughs> In the context of the commercial, I found yes. it hard to take with John Krasinski, but Chris Evans, I was like, yeah. You I loved this commercial. Did you watch it, Amelia? I watched, like, the first it's part really of it, and then long. I don't know what else it's I It's two did, minutes but. long. They really lean into it. Okay, yeah. which one did you watch, Amelia? Uh, I watched the Brian Cranston uh, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar uh, ad, and it was pretty much a remake of The Shining, and Tracy Ellis Ross pops in as the Shelley Duvall character, and it's just like every other remake of The Shining where he pops his head through the, mm. you know, I didn't see door. the commercial, but I can see but it. But you know it. You yeah. know it. And it's like, oh, he shows up as the two twins. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, boring. So yeah. we need to see better commercials is our takeaway. Yeah. 100%. Apparently, for a 30-second commercial in the Super Bowl, it costs $5.6 million. That's insane. You got all the resources, <laughs> but gotta see better. Like, there's this Doritos commercial also released. Sam Elliott, it was kind of charming, but that's because I think mm. I like Sam Elliott. Mm -hmm. He just recited, not singing, the lyrics to Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. And mm -hmm. he was just saying it to a bartender in this old-timey Western bar. And then it's, that's it. He just says the lyrics, walks out, and it's like Doritos Cool Ranch. You work on this all year. I know. And this is what we come, I just waiting to see better. I know. All right. And then no one wanted this last one. We can move right on. Um, Ellen DeGeneres has yeah. an Amazon Alexa commercial. We don't care. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Okay, next category. Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. Most Speaking of, this, of Ellen. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of this is positive, actually. Oh, yeah. Yay. Go us. Um, I, for yeah. research purposes, watched some of Justin Bieber's YouTube show, Seasons. I focused, uh, for the purposes of this category and my time management, I focused on the one about him and Haley Bieber slash Baldwin. Mm. It is 11 minutes long. They're all pretty oh. short. Oh, that's not a show. It's, I guess it it's is. called a show. We'll, sure. Yeah. NBA desktops a show. I guess this can be a show. So I got actually some pretty good insight on their relationship. He mm -hmm. is big wife guy. Uh, he was oh, like, wow. he's always wanted to be married since a very young age. He calls Haley Bieber. He was like, I have the sickest chick in the game. I'm like, ah. you shouldn't be married <laughs> if that's how you're saying that about your significant other. Um, and then Haley addresses, she was like, it went really, really fast. Like once we got back together, it was a couple months and then wow. we were engaged and then we were Damn. married. And she called her parents and was like, this is crazy. You guys have to tell me now because I could be blinded. I could be like out of my head and you need to be the one to tell me to like take a breath. And the parents are like, no, do it. 
So well, probably because they're like Justin Bieber. They're like cash money. that check. Yeah. yeah. Um, they met in 2009, which we all know. They go way back. Right. But they actually have footage of the first time they met and like oh, laid up. eyes on each other. She with her dad went to an early morning talk show when oh. he was full side bangs, like purple hoodie era. Iconic. And they have footage of like them shaking hands. She looks so unhappy. It's actually <laughs> quite charming. And she's like really quiet and nervous. And he's like, fully boy band-esque. It's pretty cute. And she, yeah, she calls herself the muse of his new album. Oh, wow. She calls herself that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And they make each other nervous. I don't know. It's pretty just glosses over like their whole love story, but it's Mm -hmm. nice, I suppose. Yeah. I support them. Next one. Uh, So Noah Cyrus and Machine Gun Kelly, are they maybe dating? I don't know. Uh, Noah Cyrus, who is 20, she's also Miley's younger sister, and Machine Gun Kelly, who is a rapper slash, he was also in that movie, The Dirt. The Motley Crue movie? <laughs> the Motley Crue yeah. movie. As the Tommy Lee character. He's 29, and they left the Grammys together, and then they went to a Grammys after party together, so I don't know. He was also at her birthday party earlier this January, mm. and they were also at a New Year's Eve party together, so I don't know. What do you guys think of this couple? I hate this less than Kate Beckinsale, who he was seen with at the Golden Globes after parties. So, honestly, it makes sense from both of their vibes. I also hate it less than Machine Gun Kelly's best friend, Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber. Sure. Only because Noah Cyrus feels like she takes no shit. And she already went through a really bad relationship with whoever that guy's name was. Little Zan? Little Zan. Are you proud of me? I actually am. Thank you. And she feels like if it's a bad situation, if he's a bad guy, hopefully she can just get the hell out. That's true. Okay, doesn't that make you think that she has really bad taste, though? Because she dated Little Zan and he like— I mean, perhaps. I mean, that's not— We are talking about Noah Cyrus. This is a step up from Little Zan. I suppose. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't know how to feel. Next one. <laughs> All right. Rihanna broke up with her boyfriend of two years, Hassan Jamil. We talked about this last week. But she's already reportedly, according to The Sun, moving on with none other than ASAP Rocky. I am not sure this is real. People are reporting on it as if it's official because they've been spotted together a couple times in New York. Supposedly, they shared a hotel suite. Mm. I don't know that I believe this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the source does not seem particularly, uh, I don't know, real. Um, But people have been talking about it a lot online, sort of just posing Mm -hmm. them as a potential couple. Um, I feel like he doesn't deserve her, although I don't think anyone deserves Rihanna. True. That's the problem, yeah. Yeah. Although I love ASAP Rocky, and he's also a model. He's very attractive individual. He's really handsome. Yeah, it would be okay. Yeah. But I think she can do better. Of course she can do better. Yeah. She's Rihanna. Also, yeah, I guess on second thought, this is a kind of weird category. Um, <laughs> it always is. So Nikki Bella and Brie Bella of Total Bellas, <laughs> a tea time favorite. They're both pregnant. Kate. Oh, yay. Happy Kate. for you. Sorry. Okay. Um, apparently, it was a total surprise for Nikki. She was oh. just recently engaged to her Dancing with the Stars partner, right. Artem, which I reported on in November. But yeah, now she is pregnant at the same time as her twin. And if you watched <laughs> any of their <laughs> show like I did, you know that she's always wanted children. She wanted it to be, like, close to her sister. Yeah. And then John Cena was just ragdolling her around. I mean, like, I don't want him, actually. And then I don't. And then now he's moved on. Sure. She's moved on. Very happy for them. 
Love it. Yeah, that's really great. Like, Lo- good for her. Love when my girls are in the news, you know? <laughs> Love when they make headlines. Um, last Ooh. one. Okay, so Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard, which they're annoying. Um, <laughs> so Kristen Bell was on Justin Long's podcast, because everyone has podcasts, and she revealed that she and Dak Shepard had this pretty incredible fight recently. Incredible. I mean, like, top of the lungs, screaming. And it all began after she, quote, left a note and was like, hey, dad, would you mind taking the two towels in the dryer and folding them? And then like one other thing. So that was the note. Mm -hmm. And so she left this note and came home on Sunday and everything was okay. But then on Monday night, as both of them were lying in bed, he turns to her and he says, when you leave me notes, yeah, I feel really controlled. (laughs) (laughs) And then he launched into how he felt about her leaving this note. A a note that says, can you fold two things and do one other thing? That's literally what started the fight. This in combination with all of Julianne Huff's really cryptic Instagram captions are making me so scared of marriage. (laughs) But I mean, like, Dak Shepard. Just not a do one thing. Do cool one thing. Helpless. Seriously. <laughs> Truly. Dang. Do but, the bare minimum, Dax Shepard. And then when they started the conversation, it ended up with both of them, quote, blacked out at a point where she and Dax actually don't remember what transpired. They just don't what? want to talk about it. Yeah. That's what that means. But also update, she didn't get an apology from him, but she got a dog. What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? He gifted her a dog? Yeah, like a rescue dog. <laughs> Named Frank. <laughs> Click the link, Liz. Yeah. Jesus. Also, Sierra and Russell Wilson are expecting a baby. Oh, yeah. That was just a Yay. Okay. Okay. Um, Next category is not worth the tea. I might be the only person on God's green earth who was not charmed by Brad Pitt's (laughs) name tag. I also wasn't. Chris Evans did it first at his high school reunion. He did. Uh, Brad Pitt attended an Oscars nominee luncheon in L.A. this week, and he wore a name tag that literally said, Brad Pitt, actor in a supporting role, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and walked around. (laughs) Everyone was taking photos. Like, Greta Gerwig wasn't wearing one. No one was wearing them. It's an insider A-list. If you know, you know. Right. Obviously, or he could walk down the street. It's like, there's no need for right. name tag. He knows exactly what he's doing Everyone, by doing this. Exactly. And him with his whole, I'm going to put in my Tinder bio. Yep. And then later was like, ah, just said it as a joke. I thought that was funny. And, I was like, and honestly, like though, whoever he's hired to do this <laughs> is doing a great job because they people are. love the Tinder joke and people love the name Give tag. Give them a raise. But we're on to you. Yes. Person that Brad Pitt hired to do this. Right, to be like a likable kind of like, Although, I'm one of you. Yeah, I'm I an would, everyman. I would love for this to win him an Oscar, I have to say. It's working and I guess that's good. I do agree. Because we want Brad Pitt to win the yeah. Oscar, right? I, I, do. I do think also it's like, yes, he's doing this, but we're complicit. I mean, not not you guys because you you don't like it. But like everyone right. involved in this is like, oh my God, he's so normal. Here's the problem. I know I shouldn't be charmed, and yet I am. So yeah. I am it's also the power of Brad Pitt. Exactly. It's okay. It's amazing. We're into it. Okay. Okay, so this is the page six headline. Queen legend Brian May is now designing sports bras. And it sounds like this is like he's destitute designing sports bras. Like there's nothing more happening. But (laughs) it's just like a fun thing that he decided to do. Apparently he designed like waistcoats before or something. I don't know. He has like a fashion career. But he recently launched a line of women's underwear that includes sports bras with guitars covered on them and leggings inspired by the Queen song Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, Yep. Why not? The blurb says that uh, the bright, bold undies highlight May's consummate 
artistic talents. Sure. And then fans <laughs> hailed the garments online with one person tweeting, OMG, Brian May just launched sports bras and leggings and I need them immediately. Why sports bras? I, I kind of like that, honestly. Why not? Okay. You're having a random celebrity design sports bras. I guess. Move over to Ivy Park. You know, yeah. Brian May from Queen. <laughs> We're going to get to Ivy Park in a minute, actually. But first, we have to talk about, I believe, the two pop icons that Amelia was referring yes. to at the top of this podcast. BTS and Trisha Paytas. <laughs> <laughs> they crossed ways, not really, but kind of on the internet this week. So BTS was at the Grammys. Uh, they performed very briefly with Lil Nas X. And... One Trisha Paytas was apparently watching the Grammys. Of and course. One of the members of BTS caught her eye. And I immediately texted Amelia when I found out about this and said, come collect your woman. Keep them away from my boys. Uh, she was on her Instagram just to being over the top, as she always is, being like way too sexual. Obviously, they're grown men, but like, yeah. I, Trisha Paytas, just please keep your distance. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all I have to say. That's I don't all get that needs to be said. Uh, finally, an hour at the tea. Popeyes is selling knockoff Ivy Park merch. What? The new Ivy Park line has a very kind of recognizable sort of wine-colored purple and orange color combination, like the new Beyonce line. And Popeyes has designed Popeyes merch in the same color combination. Not sure if they're allowed to do this. I guess they got permission. But it's basically just like sweatsuits that, like, if you saw them from a distance, I'd be like, oh, maybe that's the new Ivy Park. And then mm-hmm. you get closer and you see that it says Popeyes. Is this where we talk about how much we hate brands? Because. Sure. <laughs> I hate brands. <laughs> They're on social media, which thank God we blessed our listeners not to talk about. But like, there's a rotisserie chicken situation happening <laughs> online that I don't want to talk about. And it just is like, what's yeah. the so- one thing? They're so desperate to go viral. It's mm. a tough time. Yeah. It's tough time to be a social media coordinator, isn't it, Amelia? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Okay, so last category. This is Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. You can tweet us questions or answers uh, at Tea Time underscore 33. Okay, Kate, go ahead. My question is, is Billie Eilish's brother and co-producer, Phineas, the most successful Glee cast member? This weekend at the Grammys, he won four Grammys, along with Billie. And someone on Twitter, Chris Herrero, tweeted, what we're going to do now is have an in-depth conversation about how Billie Eilish's producer brother, Phineas O'Connell, was a recurring character on season six of Glee as a ukulele-loving gay named Alistair. And now he has four Grammys. So a lot of people kind of picked this up and were like, uh, is Leah Michelle like crying about like, <laughs> the fact that she doesn't have, uh, isn't the most decorated Glee cast member? Uh, so Ray Vada on Twitter Basically said the most decorated Glee alum in television acting is Darren Chris, who I actually think is still the most successful oh, Glee yeah. cast alum, just with all of the uh, American crime story stuff, mm-hmm. um, because he did win a lot for that. And apparently someone named Allie is the most, is the biggest Tony winner. What? Um, but she was also on the Glee project, so I'm like, you don't really count in the oh, larger yeah. cinematic Glee universe. Mm. But I think Phineas could overcome Darren Chris if he and Billy continue to win a ton of Grammys. Yes, I think that's true. It also makes me so hopeful for the future because life takes you in many interesting it ways. Does. This guy on Glee season six, which yep. by the way is when it went fucking oh, down. I, way, <laughs> way after that, arguably. <laughs> I, um, and like being on that show and you're like, all right, this is great. Like, like Ryan Murphy yeah. show and he's like, you know, Alistair, whatever the hell right. his name is. <laughs> to go from that to Billie Eilish's producer, co-writer, right. like is absolutely unbelievable. Right. And also he's co-writing the Bond theme with her. Mm. So if she wins an Oscar oh. for that, he could then have an Oscar. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. The sky's the limit for Phineas O'Connell is what I'm saying. Yeah. Leah Michelle really? is definitely She's crying. crying into her soup. She's really upset about yeah. this. <laughs> um, my question 
is in regards to fashion, which we like to talk about. Okay. This has bothered me for a very long time, (laughs) but I've tried to avoid it and I can't any longer because JLo has been photographed so much in the last couple of weeks working out in preparation for her Super Bowl performance. Every dang time the paparazzi photographs her walking into a gym, she has on the biggest, (laughs) heaviest diamond clad hoop earrings that I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. She's got a really cute, you know, coordinated workout outfit on hair slicked back, the big sunglasses. But I have been fixated on celebrities wearing hoop earrings to work out for a very long time. Haley Bieber's been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston, (laughs) Ashley Graham, like all these women celebrities walking into the gym. And my question is, and I know that like you could be like, oh no, they're not really. But I think that they might be. Are they really working out in these hoop earrings? Or do they walk in and what are those like $500,000? She just takes them off in Gotham gym. I don't think so. <laughs> so I, I talked this out with you a little bit, but this is my theory. I don't think the women who are doing cardio are wearing them, but JLo's lifting, right? Like uh, she's doing squats. Yeah. She's on the machines. Mm-hmm. She's not doing a lot of jumping, I feel like. Like she's like pretty heavy lifting. So I think she could be wearing the hoops because she's just like doing curls and like doing all the this is like, fair. heavy lifting. But. Think about a plank, you guys. Think about, you know, a lunge. Those things are like, look at her her face. (laughs) Then they go so far down, they're hitting her neck. When the sweat starts to come, because you know she's working out hard. Right. It's like, these don't make any sense. Put on your biggest pair of diamond studs. I know you got them in spades. I don't get why hoops is the earring of choice to go to the gym. You're right. Maybe she's just wearing them like to and from. I think if any of them are wearing them, it's J-Lo. Yeah. But I'm not convinced that any of them are. I think they take them off. I that is that is a great question. And like, I just, what is, why even wear them? I just Correct. don't understand. I just don't understand. Because you know you're being photographed going in and out of the gym. But, you got to dress it up somehow, right? But it feels like the hoops is like the earring <laughs> to wear. And I'm a big hoop girl. Yeah, you are. Liz Kelly, noted hoop enthusiast. <laughs> exactly. And as the week goes further, we get closer to the weekend, my hoops, the hoops get a little get bigger. bigger. <laughs> the further Liz gets from the office, the bigger the hoops. But I <laughs> can't picture any world, even if I wanted to look super cute. Yeah. Like I, also yeah. these women are so beautiful. They got like, I don't know why the hoop is, like, the accessory that, like, puts it over the edge yeah, to make it a right. really cute outfit. Right. I don't get it. That is weird. I'm confused. I am, if you've ever worked out in hoops, please let us know how yes. it worked out for you and why. And I have a follow-up question yes. to this. Which is more egregious to you guys? The celebrities that work out with their hair down or the celebrities Ooh. that work out with hoops on? Oh, my God. I would work out with hoops on before I would work out with my hair down. Yes. Same. You got to put it up. Like, you really do. Stand it. <laughs> like, if you're sweating even the slightest, even during the day, you and I can't deal with like having our hair down. I hate my hair. Essentially, your hair is pretty short, so like it is. But I still try to put it up all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't get. It. You know how celebrities love doing that thing where they do like a couple reps on Instagram, like yes, showing yes, them. Yes. And their hair is always fucking down, and they're pulling those big rolls yeah. and wielding them around. And their hair is down, and it makes me so It's mad. wildly unrealistic. That is so true. Or, like, I'll be watching— Like, I watch, like, a game of football or something, and these guys will have their hair out. I'm like, it's you true. can't tie it back? <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's heavy. We maddening. have a lot to work through this we week. Well, we're gonna really end, okay, up. we're going to end it with Amelia. What's okay. your question? Um, so this is actually originally Kate's question. Great question. It was in Slack. Um, what would your mass Singer costume be? Because let's remember, they have 18 this season. <laughs> and they, they're and like hauntingly creepy. They're creepy. And also, it's just like, how do you think? I don't understand. Right. Like, you they're know? so random. Like, they're you're talking so about random. the llama, but it like has sunglasses and a jersey. And yes. like, uh, like, there are so many weird aspects to these costumes. 
Liz Kelly? <laughs> so I didn't actually read this until this moment, so I didn't have a <laughs> lot of time to brainstorm. But I think I would wear a gigantic um, sun, you know, in like the Teletubbies. It's oh. more like a circle with like little <laughs> like rays a baby? coming out. The baby sun? Eh, that feels weird. Because I'm, I'm like tall. I don't know. Okay, like a weird. sun with like sunglasses maybe? Sunglasses and I then like maybe that. like a Hawaiian shirt Ooh. and like some thick pants. <laughs> <laughs> Not thin pants. Thick pants. I want to be covered, essentially. Okay, okay, I agree. But I think the humanoid costumes are the creepiest ones when uh-huh. I was looking through this. What I fixated on was I liked the monster from T-Pain sure. season. yeah. But I would like to be rounder than that. I think if oh. I'm just standing there, I want to be round. Yes. And I want to be edible. I think the edible oh. ones are really funny. So I would like to be some sort, like the egg was really funny. The banana yeah. is really funny. The taco. I don't want to be something creepy. I think the animals are creepy. Okay. So I would like to be like some sort of large round fruit. Like a peach like or a, peach. a pear. A peach, very memeable. A peach That's is true. That's memeable. true. But what's the bottom half? Are you in gigantic circle? Just like or my just li- circle? Like a big circle and then like just my legs. <laughs> That seems like that won't work. In like my arms sticking out the sides. But then the rest of it is just a big peach. Wow. That's a walking meme right there. That'll go viral. I was thinking you could be like a bowling ball, but. I'm sure. I mean, anything round and memeable would be my what I would want to do. Yeah. I was thinking like, you know, in To Kill a Mockingbird. um, (laughs) Sorry. Yes, I read as well. Um, The where Scout shows up as a ham. Wow. Maybe a ham. Deep breath. But I love this. <laughs> I just love that. Just book, a but, giant uh, ham. Uh, giant. I think the slab food, of ham. The foods are by far the funniest. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. I think you got to go edible. Yeah. I love that. Liz. I would root for the ham. <laughs> I'd root for the ham before the sun. I feel really bad about my answer now. No, I got to brainstorm more. Realistic. I think. <laughs> got to brainstorm more. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kayla. And I'm Amelia Weber. 